No, we have the official. No, we we blend in the other music. Da, 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 da. Actually, it's kind of like I was trying. I was going football a little bit. Who are we? Who? We we are <laughs> we are between two teeth. I'm Steffi Steph, and this is Bobby. And Bobby, who do we have on? We today? have a super special guest, the very new president-elect of the American Dental Association, Dr. Brett Kessler. He is between two teeth. Yes, He's he got, is. We got a backup jacket for reasons we won't get into. Well, but it was. It didn't start as a backup jacket. I know it, it fits, fits you really so well. well. I feel like you have room in there. I feel like I can fill in when. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the two teeth can't make it. I can come in. Am and I already? I think that's, yeah, I think that's possible. I could, I could be, you know, Am I'm I already back. getting? I mean, yes, exactly. Are you the serious? Bullpen. I'm already getting replaced. Well, you've been president-elect for like a day and a half, and he's already replacing. <laughs> it's like Johnny Bravo from the Brady Bunch. You know? It's like fits <laughs> suit. That's right. I, just, suit. I can't believe I'm looking at three B two teeth jackets. So that's awesome. we are so blessed that you allowed us to come here and kind of enjoy. It, your start. And we're actually in a pretty special spot. We're in the boardroom. And uh, I know Shh, don't tell it. Somebody Are we supposed to get we and, did and sneak if you in. see the, the insignia or this the emblem behind us, like everyone this is where the pictures happen. So this is well, a really this cool is where spot. pictures happen. This is where important things are happening and have happened yeah. and will happen. Yeah. So it is special. That's not lost on us. But man, thank you. Thank you for what you've done so far. Let's. In, are you excited? What's going through your mind as you're sitting here drenched in The jacket's clouding all my yeah, thoughts. Yeah, really exactly. this like vortex going yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. It tends to do that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really on cloud nine, and uh, just to be honored, I'm honored to be in this in this position yeah. to, to really maximize uh, my impact on the profession through my position, and you know, and. Uh, you know, this is day, I'm sorry, week two, the start of week two of my, my reign, I guess, and yeah. uh, very, uh, just very blessed to be here. Man, that is awesome. We, we're blessed to be here too, and we love, uh, you know, we've been walking around this area, big beaming smile on your part, mm -hmm. I, you know, you can just feel the energy, you're going to do a lot of good for this profession, uh, especially you. over the next couple of Why years. Why did you want to do this? Still asking myself that. <laughs> After I won, I my, my first thought all was, "Oh my God, what have I done?" Now yeah. what do I do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you know my my four years as a trustee. You know, I think those were the maximum. You know, work work years. You know, we yeah. did a lot of stuff. You know, we went through COVID. COVID. You yes. know, came out of COVID. Um, and you know, and, and you know, we got a lawsuit against a, uh, a, a dental insurance company that's working through, and we've you know expanded. Uh, access to care in big ways and um, you know this MLR uh, initiative mm -hmm. that's that's going yeah. across the country will really make a difference in uh, in benefits and how they're utilized um, so just the medical loss ratio for the, insurance the medical loss yeah. ratio for insurance um, so it's it's been a, a great four years and you know these two years I you know like I said you know what have I done and uh, you what know, have you done <laughs> to, to, to be in this position <laughs> it's kind of crazy but um, you know, Ray asked me to, you know, what are my goals? And so I just started writing and six pages later, I sent it over mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and, and him and, and Linda, the uh, current president, Linda Edgar, you know, we're, we're in aligned with so many things and we're about to make some, uh, you know, bigger changes. And, you know, I ran on the Changemaker platform and... Is that easy or hard? 
Um, changes are difficult for uh, for humans, everyone and especially wants, for dentists. Everyone who are wants human. change. <laughs> everyone wants change, right? But 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 it's it. Everyone wants change, but when it comes down to, does everyone want to change and have what it takes to change? No one wants so, to change. So that's right. the that's the most important part of the change message is I think everyone wants something mm -hmm. a little different, but no one really knows. Some some people don't know how, and some people know how. They just but then when it comes down to actually getting the work done. It's tough. Well, it, 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 and, and here's the deal. There are so many nuanced parts to everything. Mm -hmm. Like you talk insurance reform, for instance. There are so many moving parts and legal issues and financial issues. And, you know, with many issues, perfect does not exist. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you look at it and say, well, if I can't get perfect, I'm going to take my toys and I'm going to go home. Versus yeah. what yeah. can we get accomplished? What can we do as a profession? How do we appropriately interact with other stakeholders? That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I'm not it, perfect. You know, it Simon, doesn't exist. Simon Sinek talks about you know, your what, why, and how, mm -hmm. or what, how, and why. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times he funnels it down to most people know what they're going to do, fewer know how they're going to do it, and mm. a very small amount know why. But when we talk about change, what I'm starting to think about is it is the how that's so difficult because you're right, there are so many moving parts. And we talk about larger organizations, trying to get larger organizations to change. And you mentioned this last night, you know, in relation to Oprah and some of the lessons kind of from her story is when we break down the how, start with changing one person or one person's mind. Mm, and you never right. know where you can go from there. Right. I would, I would subtly change that to say to inspire one person at a yeah. time and uh, you know and then they get to you know walk with that inspiration and decide what to do with it and I you love know, that make um, it their own right um, but I you know and I'd also say the how is is difficult but you know we all kind of know what our why is but it's very difficult to articulate mm. because it's visceral and and you point. know and I've learned over the years uh, you know in my own growth uh, trajectory you know my why is I'm a catalyst for positive change in the world and and I look at everything I do it kind of fits right into that and and now that I'm clear on that my how and my what get much easier and that's why one of the reasons why I ran for president-elect Oh my god. That is awesome. <laughs> be a positive yeah. person. I get a little chills. I'm like, you know. oh my gosh, when you said visceral, I'm like, yes, yeah. that's so true. Yeah, it's a different part of your brain, you know, that it, it it's is. hard to articulate it. it. it, it and it what is. I would say, we talk a lot. We actually lecture on communication. We do talk a lot, too. Yeah, we do talk a lot. If you can believe we lecture <laughs> on communication. Please, please don't lecture Mostly me. Filler, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Mostly filler, yeah. Mostly filler. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, it's definitely not visceral. We can't lecture <laughs> where you got satin jackets on. I get a visceral feeling. Yeah, exactly. But here's what we talk about, and it's something that I learned from someone. There's lyrics, the words you say, and then there's a melody, how you say it. Mm -hmm. And people often forget what you said, but they don't forget how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. And I've seen how you make people feel and the impact that you have on people. And it's, it's going to be an interesting journey to see how things play out over the next couple of years as you try to change an organization. And, and there's lots of people that want change. And I, I love when you talk about lyrics and melody. Oh, I think thanks. of songs. So when I first hear a song on the radio, I hear the melody. Yeah, we're very first, different. Actually, the first five times I hear the melody until I start, once, the, once I, I know I like the melody, but then is only, that's when I start listening to the words and the artist's message, what they actually wanted to talk about, would never have gotten to me. Unless I like the melody, right? How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah. I'm a melody guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't pay attention to words. I don't pay attention to a lot of stuff, unfortunately. But that's sometimes. my point, actually. I think most people are melody people, and yeah. you have to have the right melody before your words can hit home. Yeah. My my middle daughter is applying for colleges right now, and she wrote uh, in her personal essay about music, and you know, and she she said music is what emotions sound like. Ooh, and this is yeah. from a 17 year old kid. I mean, it's You're like, that's so deep. That's deep. <laughs> music, so, music is powerful. <laughs> you know, we use, when we have patients that are anxious yeah. and they're hypertensive in our office, we actually have very specific songs that we play that have some data to support that actually like brings down the heart rate. Master blood of pr- Puppets in by Metallica? Uh, <laughs> that's one of them. No. We try to mirror. That's yeah. a mirror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, what was the, you said your daughter said, what about. Uh, emotions and music, and music is what emotions sound like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I think of, I mean, just the range of different uh, songs. I mean, that's where people get through. I know some people have said they've listened to Eminem or, or people like that in that genre to get yeah. through really tough times. Yeah. And so I can't help but think that's, that's an aligning I, in some I, way. Absolutely. I, I think as, you know, and you have done and continue to do a lot in the well-being space with what you're doing. Steph, you're a American Dental Association Wellness Ambassador. I'm on yeah, I'm on the uh, <laughs> yes. DWAC, the Dental Team Wellness <laughs> Advisory Committee. You got it. Took me ages to figure out how to say yeah. that. So we're all involved in that space. We really try to push connection. Mm-hmm. And what I found in me as a state board regulator, when people lack connection, some really tricky things happen. and we love being connected. We're, we're blessed that we connected to you. We actually delivered a watch band to your Max, Max, and Cusco, Peru. We were yes, we were literally like here on a Friday, and we're in Peru on a Saturday after the well, well-being summit. after the well-being right. summit. Uh-huh. well-being summit. Yeah. And it's cool. It's kind of fun meeting kiddos because they sound like you and yes, they somewhat was, look like you. And I'm yes. like, oh my gosh, this is It BK really kind of freaked us out. We're like, oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Very you know, neat. Pretty cool that I just want to talk about the wellness. So today actually is my 25th anniversary of taking my last drink. Today's my sober birthday. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, and, and that was a, an inflection point yeah. in my life where, you know, I was at a turning point, a crossroads where. Should I live or should I die? And you know, and I was blessed to choose the the path of life. And you know, and that's that's really the the time where I got inspired to yeah. to live my best life because I was so locked up in my addiction. And you know, and I share this openly because I know there's a lot of people struggling. And every time I yeah. share it, I never regret it because people hear something that they they connect with, and they're not alone. And you know, in, in 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 addiction and mental illness, you're you're totally isolated. Yeah. And you can't see past your brain. And uh, the connection, what I got early on, there were angels that just appeared to yeah. give me a message and guide me along a way that I never imagined. And my life has turned out in ways that I never ever imagined. And and I'm so grateful for for that. And uh, yeah, so. I got to connect with a bunch of my recovery friends this morning before, yes. before you guys, and I get to connect with you guys today, yeah. and uh, it's so it's a, it's a great day. Can't, it's, a, it's a good start of a day. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I don't even know what to say and how to follow that up. That's huge. That's a huge yeah. milestone, and I love that that milestone's happening, and you are in the position you're in. Yeah. All of that is full circle, and I don't know, just kind of hope and life, and yeah. it doesn't have to be perfect. Nope. 
there, to, to get real big success. There are so many people hurting and suffering mm -hmm. right now. And I think a lot of them are doing it in silence. And I think, you know, they can feel alone and just not have people to reach out to. Yeah. And hearing your story and to what Steph said, the impact, the simple fact that you were sitting in this chair in the boardroom at the ADA 25 years ago today, I'm hoping that is just a shining light for so many people. Yeah, I hope so too. Because um, I remember what it was like to be in that isolation. And you know, and I saw absolutely no hope. A very dark, uh, dark point. And, and what I would say, <clears throat> your experiences and you and I interacting helped me at the state board level mm. to make some changes in Texas to destigmatize people getting help. Yeah. And if we didn't have that connection, that probably would not have happened, at least at this time. Um, it's just, yeah. you never know where the road in life will take you. Right. And it can get a whole lot better. And I think we've talked about it, how all of our experiences, all three of us, have had challenges that certainly made us better today than if we didn't have those. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, testing our resilience and the experiences that we experience create the, yeah. you know, the trajectory. Mm -hmm. and. You know, and I, I talked about this during my campaign for uh, the ADA is that, you know, we have big, big issues for the, for the profession, big issues for the organization. We can't solve all those big issues in one swoop, yeah. you know, and just like my recovery 25 years ago, I take it one day at a time. And it's 9,131 days. That's that's the way I look at it, you know. And tomorrow is 9,932. And so the ADA's problems too. They're not going to solve in one suit, but we can move forward a little bit, and and you know, and then keep moving forward. And as we do that, you know, 25 years from now, it's going to be a different organization. How and do you how do you think uh, endurance sports have played into your your mindset with what you were just saying? As one step at a time. That's a long play. That's a long run. So. And I talked about this too on the campaign trail that you know I viewed the whole campaign as an Ironman. Yeah. And um, when I was in Hawaii in 2018, you know I came off the swim, 2.4 mile swim. I came off the 112 mile bike, and I look at this marathon looming large in front of me. <laughs> I've got eight hours of heavy exercise already in the day. There's no way I can run a marathon, but I can run one mile. <laughs> and I know there's an aid station at that mile where I can replenish, and then I can run another mile. And before I knew it, I was at the finish line. And so, it, you know, it, the mindset, when I got to Ironman Day, you know, yes, it was a physical challenge, but it was much more of a brain game than a physical game. What about, and just hearing you talk about that, I, just looking at mindsets, and I know a lot of young people who do get into kind of maladaptive coping, mecha coping mechanism strategies when stress comes up in, uh, in their lives. Some of that, I can't help but think, is, <coughs> I don't want to just sum it up in, in, as impatience, but not being able to be okay with one step at a time. You want it mm. all right now, <coughs> today. and if it's going to take more than two years, why am I even trying? Right. Well, it's uh, the mark of a high achiever, you know, we're, yeah. especially for us as dentists, we are high achievers, and we, you know, we're used to seeing results from our efforts, uh, immediate and profound results. Yeah. And perfect. Uh, and perfect. You know, we're, we're yeah, perfection, perfection. Is, uh, 
is instilled in us in dental school, yes. and it's, it's ridiculous to do that um, because we're, especially in dental school, we're just neophytes. We're early on in the game, right. and we've got a you know some 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 growth to to do to become who we are. Um, but I don't know. I try and find a win in every day, and small wins. Uh, recognize the moments, and you know, and I journal a lot, so I, I kind of write mm, those journals in, in my journals. And you know, and then that trained me to to see the good in every day, even though it may not be profound and and you know and, and big, but you know, the small victories lead to large victories. And I think I think unlearning, where you know, at least my generation and younger, we are a generation or generations of immediate gratification. So when we look at our education cycles, every four years, a big plus happens. Mm -hmm. When you get out of dental school or residency, that doesn't necessarily happen anymore. There's no big, after four years, oh, we're going to celebrate you. You've achieved this thing. So you're just looking at, now there's just a long, like, runway, and wait, when when are you <laughs> celebrated? Or when, when do you know, like, you've achieved <coughs> something? And so I think that's where kind of endurance yeah. sports, or at least the endurance mindset, little step at a time and this is a long haul mm -hmm. and that's okay so in dentistry you know i celebrate with patients yeah you know and you know first of all it's i'm honored Ooh. that the patients are entrusting me with their care yeah. and when a, 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 a deliver a set of veneers or a denture you know and it changes their life and you know my whole team I gets to that. celebrate that or if a crown that just looks great and it fits or a filling you know i got to you know create a uh, carve a filling on a, on a patient that looks amazing you know the patient may not appreciate it, but I do I'm like you know 25 years ago I wasn't gonna be doing dentistry anymore yeah. you know and, and as <laughs> yeah. you talk there you know this is one thing that Max and you I think have in common your son mm -hmm. is the way you guys create your own milestones mm -hmm. you create your own happiness you don't wait <coughs> for somebody else to tell you Max yeah. definitely doesn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's cool for me because mm. I don't know for me going through it I always thought Somebody else had to tell you you did a good job. Yeah. Someone had to tell you, hey, you got an A on this exam. Mm -hmm. And so getting out there, and like you're saying, you can create your own milestones. I think seeking external validation mm. is uh, a fool's errand that you'll yeah. never satisfy. Because there's, you know, it's never enough. Yeah, and, you have to tell me that about ten more times. This is two or three. Yeah, 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 yeah two or exactly. three. Okay, um, baby but, steps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but when when it's internal, it's it's. I don't know, it's so more profound better. and it's enough. You know, at some point I recognized I'm enough. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. in this whole process of, of this election year, I've been stretched in ways that I've never, ever imagined. And, you know, and as I'm outside of my comfort zone, it's not, you know, it's not always pretty, you know, yeah. but I had a good team around me to, to keep pushing me uh, forward. And, and I love the person that I'm becoming as a result of this this challenge and you know and so it's you know it, but it's a little by little by little and I, I step back and I write about it and and you know and I'll compare my writings from now till you know a year from or from a year before yeah. you know it's a different that's good. it's a whole different it's a paradigm different yeah. and that's good I love when you said that and, and I heard you say that before you love the person you are becoming we all have such an ability to continue to evolve and change and have experiences. And some of those experiences are gonna be absolutely terrible. Yeah. 
I had a relationship. That's growth. <laughs> That's growth. I, you know, I have I have learned so much through struggle, and it has been so challenging and so difficult, mm -hmm. and having dark times. But you're better on the other side. Yeah, uh, this too shall pass. You know, <coughs> the dark times and the bright times. It's it's just a uh, just the wave of life. There's a there's a book out there by Adam Grant called Think Again, uh -huh. and they talk about the need for us to keep changing, uh, not just how we think, but our stances in life. And so when you talk about going back and, and uh, rereading journal entries from a year before, so I'm glad they're different. Yeah. That's good. If they were the, if they were exactly the same, then what have we done in a year? We've we've stuck in a rut and yes. we've decorated that rut. Yeah, and we very beautiful. <laughs> by the way, yeah. Yeah. pretty proud of it. It's comfortable, <laughs> yes. but it's, it's our comfy. rut. Yeah. Yes. we like our rut. There's a lazy lazy chair. In there. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it is our rut. But every <laughs> once in a while, we peek out we of the rut. No, see. no, it's cold out there. <laughs> right, and then we go back in. in. But yeah. it's a, it's a courageous act to you know to grow you know, intentionally and try something that you're not comfortable with because we may be comfortable in our ruts, um, but, but eventually it comes to a head. And that's where I think, you know, the mental illness part in, especially among our colleagues, it's, it's where they decide, I, I can't see over that, that yeah. rut anymore and they lose hope. Yes, and you know, and, and that, that first step out of the rut is the most courageous step anyone will ever take. And, it doesn't matter if it's perfect, doesn't matter, you know, we, if you don't know the outcome, you know, but you get out of that rut, there's something out there that's better. Yeah. And, <coughs> you know, and it's, it's that, that first step is what we really try and, you know, have to, have to emphasize that people try to, to take. And having the people around you that are also not comfy in their ruts mm -hmm. can help out a lot. <laughs> right. Because if you have other people that you're like, oh, we're all in ruts together, this is great. We're right. gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've always surrounded myself with people that inspire me and you know, got between two teeth. Oh, yeah. stop, uh, stop. Well, I, I got it. I'll expect the $100 <coughs> check. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, pay, we pay, we pay Pass that through the LLC. Well, <laughs> you know, the, the, benefit, the benefit of being connected is you get to hear people's stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, part of why, part of why we're here today is we had a conversation a couple days ago and talked about, you know, colleagues that had died by suicide. And we really wanted to come here and support you and, and see you on this new adventure. But also just all of us are in this well-being space. Such a multifactorial situation that got us here and there's a whole lot of possible solutions. Yeah. What do we need to do as a profession? on this uh, so first of all we I lost somebody about three days ago a colleague to suicide here in Chicago and uh, it hurts it really yeah. hurts you know especially when you know resources are available and but there's this this stigma of if I seek help I'll, I might get in trouble yeah. and I might lose my my golden standing and reputation in the right. in the in the world and you know yeah. and it's sad that, uh, that that's still there, but I love the work that, that you're doing at the state board level to lower that stigma. 
and then we can't afford to lose one more of our colleagues yeah. and and so we as a profession have to be there to support our colleagues and stand by them and, and provide a uh, a light uh, while they go through what they go through and you know and, and whatever that looks like to support them you know to encourage them to get help or just kind of you know just hold their hand as they 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 pass through what they're passing through um, that's what professionalism is we take care of each other and as colleagues and you know it's, it's ironic that the paradigm is you know we're healthcare professionals and we do everything we can to help our patients yeah. improve their health but it seems like we shoot our own wounded yeah. and that's got to mm. change and I'm grateful there were right resources when I hit my bottom there were people there that extended a hand and that's what you know, I, you know how do you pay that back no I pay it forward yeah. and you know and that's I try and be there for when you know people are there and we all have to do that. Man. I mean, I, I know we were talking about this uh, prior, you just touched on it, but there, it is so tough to overcome that hurdle of, I will be found out. Everybody will know, mm -hmm. and it'll never, it'll never be the same for me again. And like you're, you're speaking to, that is insurmountable for some. Yeah. And just having, being connected with people in our, we run a, a study club back in Dallas, and part of that study club, we always talk about how are you really having a question? Because a lot of people say, hey, how are you doing? Good, good, and then we go. Right. But stopping and saying, hey, how are you doing really? And really being available for that person, especially if they say, not great, and not going, okay, cool, bye, but actually being there to listen to them, just like you're talking about. Yeah. And, and I always look at it, you know, mental health is on a continuum. And some of the data that I presented to my own board when we were trying to make changes to licensing was the data shows 20% of people in a given year will have a mental health issue. 20%, and it's a continuum. And, and so many things can be done along that continuum. Right. And you know, I, I, I like to say 20% of humans will have a problem, and most dentists are humans. And I say <laughs> <laughs> Would you say I'm a human? Yeah, Steph says that. I'm a robot at times. <laughs> but but I say that jokingly yeah. because but, but we <laughs> feel, we feel that because we're dentists, we, we're high achievers, that we're above humanness, that we can't yeah. show signs of weakness and our fallibility. And, and so you know, it remind us that we are human, and, and as humans, we, you know, it's okay to have challenges, and, and we can get through them. So, um, you know, I, I love where we're going with wellness at the ADA level because we're starting to provide resources for people yeah. as they just may be on that downslope. They're not all yeah. the way at the yeah. bottom. They're, yeah. they're just, you know, that's and that's where you can get coaching. That's where, yeah. you know, podcasts like this where we yeah. inspire people, you know, books. Or good and podcasts. Good yeah, podcasts. I'm sorry. <laughs> YouTube. We'll leave the good podcast yes. at the bottom. Yes. Of it. Um, <laughs> no, but, but where you can you know, we have resources for people before they hit their bottom, they don't have to go through things like, like I went through, and they may not have to make the decisions, should I, you know, I, where I see no hope, should I just end it now? And so yeah. um, we catch them upstream and, and supportive, like, you know, even yeah. in your, what you just said about your study club, how are you? How are you really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, and, and we open up these vulnerable channels um, where people can share and that's in a point. safe place and that's that's a human thing and i feel like that's the cool <laughs> thing about what you represent through hmm. your story which is becoming more people know it more and more in dentistry uh, especially with the role you're taking on now as president-elect 
and just through your story, you're showing it to everybody. You're not hiding it back. Yeah. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Why would I hide it? And that's, that's my point. that's my mindset. Yes, yeah. and how many people is that? That's going to change. That's going to move the dial more than anything. Right. Is having the president of our or of our organization say, "Hey, this is my stuff. This is my story. This right. is What's my yours? story." You know, there and is so much hope. And seeing key okay. leaders in the ADA support you in that. That's the example. That's what we yeah. need to see. Thank you. And, and to Steph's point, at a local level, at an individual level, for someone to be able to say, you know, I'm actually really struggling right now. I've had conversations with Dennis in the last week that I talked about last night at, at dinner that are just, they're struggling. And they're on that continuum and they're really in a tricky spot. And what we do, I think, as practitioners is super duper stressful. And staffing issues, patient issues, insurance issues, life issues, it's, it's super tough. You know, sometimes I feel bad with what we do on Between Two Teeth because we're traveling to Peru or we're on this motorcycle journey. And, and there's a lot of struggles. You know, for me, Peru was a bit of a struggle because, you know, it's a lot of elevation Your and words steps. Not yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we do have several podcasts You're where I'm just kind of like, <sighs> it's elevation. <laughs> But enjoying even the struggle parts. And our lives are not perfect by any stretch. I don't think anyone's lives are. And I think social media does a lot of really bad things, but it gives opportunities to connect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I think running up mountains, you know, I, you know, living in Colorado. She ran up a mountain, <laughs> you run up mountains. I slowly worked my way. But it's bowls. a metaphor for climbing out of, of, of the bottoms. And, and, and you wonder, it's hard, it's very hard. And you know, you're wondering, am I you know, going the right direction? And, you know, and your head is down and you're going up you know, these little steps and, you know, and all of a sudden you get, you get up there and you look back and you're like, holy cow, this is an amazing view. It, it, it changes your, your vantage point, which changes the paradigm in your and, head. And uh, you know, <laughs> like, Whenever we were in Peru, what I, what I realized uh, hiking hiking up to see you know Machu Picchu, is it's confounded or uh, you just compound how difficult it is what the mindset needs to be mm -hmm. when you don't know how close you are to the top. And when we were going around the mm. way the way we would go up this real the day two was the toughest part, and they just said okay here you are now go go yonder <laughs> enjoy. And there's nothing I didn't I wasn't tracking uh, our distance. I was I was a little bit probably too competitive with one of the, the yeah, guys you were. on the trip. Yeah, you were. And the thing that kept me going, I had no idea how much further it was. I knew I was exhausted, but I also knew my why. It was mm. an immature why, I'll admit. Mm. But I knew my why. And and that that in itself is where perseverance comes from. And I told myself it didn't matter how much further it was gonna be but I was gonna keep doing exactly what I was doing. Right, and you know, there's so much faith in, you know, there's a top. You know, yeah, many you know, people have people been there. promised you there's a top. <laughs> people have been there. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, and we're, we're pretty smart people as, as, as professionals that, you know, like we're not blazing this trail. Yeah. Um, sometimes I blaze trails on, on hikes and mountains and runs and, and stuff, and that's, uh, you know, but I always know I could turn back around. <laughs> Right, and so yeah. it was. That was my out. But you, the faith in there's a better, there there's something better at the top, or there's something better when you take that mm. first step. 
you know, you leap and the net always appears. Oh, I love that. You Two know, things that it really does. one of my cross country coaches said at the end of every race, you will always have 5% left. You may not feel it, but it's there. Mm -hmm. Reach for it. Second thing is <sighs> the Stockdale paradox. And I think I'm getting that phrase right, but it talks about uh, this is a um, prisoner of war who was able to get through the time that they were uh, they were in these camps where a lot of other, their other um, their fellow comrades they were not able to do that and what they this paradox talks about is knowing you will overcome you will be victorious but at the same time being able to face the brutal everyday facts right. brutal, brutal realities, realities. Right. not everything is ponies and lollipops is that a saying? Or Those must be your two favorite up? things. <laughs> <laughs> You're so terrible. <laughs> what I learned, it's what a Texas I, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, well, uh, Canadian, Canadian. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadian, Canadian. <laughs> what I learned. Ten gallon hats are more our style. What I learned in Peru at going up stairs for five hours at elevation is you can do amazing. It took you five hours. It took me five hours. <laughs> yes, yes. Steph was up there in like two and a half. She ran up. But you can do amazing things by taking small little steps. Right. To your point that you talked about before, when someone feels as though they're, they're in that pit, it's that first little step to move. And it ends up being a huge step, but it takes a little action. It takes asking for help from a friend, uh, you know, a colleague, reaching out and calling some of these support lines or getting online, talking to their doctor. You know, when what? you, when you, you say you that, no, what? it just what? reminds me whenever, so uh, we, we love calling Brett Kessler BK. BK. Whenever BK, he always <laughs> is inviting people to go on runs with him in the morning, but it's always at an early hour. And She uh, stood him toughest, up. Stephanie Steph step stood him up first time. The, she goes, yeah, I'll be there the five. The toughest step <laughs> doesn't show up. is when that alarm clock goes off in the morning and it's like running with BK and you're like, oh, dang, <laughs> why did I commit? <laughs> But so that's when the magic that's happens. That's when the magic yeah. happens. You're not wrong. And so I've, I've become a, a little bit smarter. I won't commit. I'll just get up. <laughs> Getting up, yeah. showing up. It is the know. hardest step. It's just that first step out the door. Yeah, but So once you get that first step behind you, uh, so Machu Picchu, you know, you weren't dreading every step for that first hour. No. For the first five minutes, maybe, once you caught your breath, then you just started you had this momentum. And I was going so be slow. But you weren't like in your mind about, I can't take the step. I can't At go one no more. point. Right. So I wanted to make that trip about it, the journey mm -hmm. versus the destination. And I've really struggled with enjoying the journey. Mm -hmm. And at no point did I say to myself, I'm not going to complete this. I was worried yeah. before I started the trip. I'm right. like, you hear all these stories of people, you know, uh, Steph would have to carry me out of the place. I would have needed above help. Sea level, it's 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 a challenge. It is yeah. absolutely a challenge, and that's the that's the magic of it, though. Mm -hmm. Is and they have a point of no return on the trail that we went on, and they talk about it once you get to the summit, because the summit's not Machu Picchu. Mm -hmm. The summit happens around day two or three, and after you hit that, it's not all downhill for sure, but to go back is even is even worse. Mm -hmm. It's tougher. In a way. Yeah. But I, I learned about enjoying the journey through journaling. Okay. No. Well, I'll do a gratitude journal. Well, and, and I, I would start out with big things. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family, you know, and, but I couldn't repeat it. Yep. So I'd have to find minutia things that I was grateful for during the day. I'm yep. grateful that this microphone works really well and someone invented it. You know, so I, yeah. I started yep. learning 
to develop that muscle of, of enjoying, of recognizing these gratitude moments in the moment, and it's part of the journey. How important was, I've, I've heard so many people talk about gratitude journals and mm -hmm. the benefit, and it doesn't start at first, but like if I'm in a, if I am in a bad mood, trying to think of what I'm grateful for is so tough for me. Yeah. I want to think about all the bad things. Right. It's changing yeah. the mindset. And there's so much data to support gratitude journaling and just waking up and saying, these are the three things right. that I'm, I'm grateful for. You really got to take care of your mind. You know, we take care of our clothes, our cars, we change the oil, we pay disability premiums, but we need to do more to take care of ourselves, body, right. mind, soul. So, you know, we, we thought our way into that mindset. It's very difficult to think our way out of that mindset. And what do so, you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, our brain brought us to this challenging moment, to this challenging time. And, you know, and, and so it's very difficult for the brain to get out of that on its yeah. own. And so I think a physical action will change the physiology. So going for a quick run or doing jumping jacks oh. or breathing, yeah. and all of a sudden we're releasing endorphins, we're yep. releasing yes. serotonin, we're I releasing dopamine. And it, it, it changes the physiology of the it brain does. and it changes the way the brain is, is connecting with things and it overrides that, that negativity. Yeah. Um, and so we have to, you know, we can't think our way out of this problem, we can act our way out of this problem. And even though yeah. we, we may not see the benefit in it at the moment, you know, I've never regretted running. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even when I got hurt, you know, it has never regretted it, but it, it always changed my physiology. That's a great mm -hmm. tool to have in the toolbox, by the way, mm -hmm. what you just talked about. Because when you are in a, when you're in a negative mindset, a way to rewire real quick is to do something physical or even right. diaphragmatic breathing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Breathing so, so breathing exercises, meditation, you know, running there was actually just a study, another study that was released that said running actually worked better than um, medications for depression. Yeah. And yeah. changing your own physiology, getting out there. And with that too, it takes one step. Mm -hmm. And then you take another step. But that first step is the hard one. The first yeah. step. So I guess that maybe is that our push? Maybe. Be I like courageous. to push people. I, That's part of my why is I, push, yeah. be courageous, take that first step. I love running as a, sometimes a supplement, but just an exchange of medication. I mean, my brother and I going through high school, I was I, ran, I was a uh, cross country runner. She was a big deal in Texas, no, that, like state champion I, I didn't know it at record the time, holder but or because something. Because I was running every day, I didn't, I mean, my family has ADHD that's rampant in my family, but I didn't need meds. My brother did. Right. You know, I could, I could focus because I ran seven miles that morning and I wasn't as, my, the mood swings weren't there like they were with my brother. Mm -hmm. And so running, I didn't even know it at the time, but looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's clear to me. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm just going to go on a diatribe on what what is wellness mm -hmm. and you know and there's we a do diatribes all the time so that's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know there's a physical aspect of wellness you know we want to be healthy you know heart our brain our, our our lungs you know all the, the systems and stuff and so you know I try and do something every day for my physical health and I, I'm very careful about what I put in my my body you know yeah um you know with a healthy gut 
you know, ninety percent of the serotonin is released in our gut. Mm -hmm. And in order mm -hmm. to have a healthy gut, we have to, you know, have a wide variety of, of good food. And so I stay away from the ultra processed foods. And, you oh, know, that's one yeah. of the things we're doing at the ADA as well. So, but, you know, just, just, you know, getting the physical part right, you know, getting the mental part right, you know, grow your mental capacity. How do you, what am I doing? Okay. Oh, no. Uh, how do you, uh, um, you know, grow your brain. So, you know, grow your professional skills, you know, read books, I find ways to become about. inspired. Um, and then you want your emotional uh, capacity of wellness and you know so feel your emotions maximally every day even if they're they're negative because if you stuff them they they turn into physical problems you know and then uh, yeah. you know what do you think on that because i okay. know you got something yeah well, hold on. Okay. I mean, no then then you know your spiritual side of the uh, uh of wellness you know whatever you know gets you up in the morning that lights your fire you know sometimes it's religion yeah. sometimes it's you know climbing a mountain in machu picchu um, I love sunrises. That's why I like to oh, go early. You know, yeah. should have seen the sunrise this morning from from our room. It was amazing. Um, so, and then, you know, but then, you know, the physical, the mental, emotional, spiritual, and then the connection, the social. Yeah. You know, and and we need connection for wellness. I feel like you, because of your journey, you've been able to see, you've been able to live multiple lives. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Where you've been able mm -hmm. to kind of be born again, and you have a different perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say you're uh, on a mountain looking down, but you've seen the totality of it. And you, you can, because when you're talking, you're talking about a nuance. One thing I realized with running, because it dropped me on my, on my butt too, yeah. because I wasn't fixing the problem. I was just running away from it. So Ooh. what I was in my head, I, was, I didn't have the tools that you're talking about with meditation, journaling, feeling your emotions and processing them. I was just using running to numb. Right. And there's a difference. And, and I eventually it caught up it. to you, right? Yes, through injury and just breakdown and depression. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn in a really brutal, <laughs> tough way, you know, through dental school, positive coping mechanisms. Yeah. And that's not where you want to learn it. <laughs> yeah. But any, any yeah. time to learn it is a good time to learn it. It is. Okay. It's better if you had it before, but you can always learn it. Yes. But no as, where I you're mean, as you talk, you're talking about this whole mind-body concept that you don't necessarily get a purview to ever in life, but especially if you've had a challenge and a story, that's when you get mm. this, you're able to talk about it in completeness like you are yeah. with the nuances peppered in. Yeah. You know, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The <laughs> next best time is today and, and just making thing. it happen. Right. I, I, love, I love and I'm intrigued when you talked about embracing all emotions. Mm -hmm even the tough emotions of just, is it more of an acceptance of, okay, this is how I feel. I feel really, I'm like, talk me through that. So again, it's, it's recognizing things in the, in the moment, um, growing your emotional intelligence um, is, is really key to that. And you know, self-awareness, you know, what am I feeling right now? Is it real? Mm -hmm. Is it useful? What can I do with it? Yeah. Do I need to change it? And if I do, how do mm. I change it? And um, you know, whether it's extreme highs or extreme lows, because it always will pass. You know, I've had an amazing couple pass. weeks of extreme highs. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's going to crash. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, over time, if you grow your emotional intelligence, which is very, a very growable, uh, um, you know, strategy and habit. 
um, you know, I, I will not crash as hard and I will not get up as high because I recognize, yeah. you know, that the universe will carry on with or without me. Yeah. And uh, how will <laughs> I, how will I uh, integrate my time here in, into what's happening on, on in, in maximal moment? And that's a very, like, even <laughs> that's a healthy way. <laughs> yeah, that's a very healthy way. You know, like, we actually, this podcast on, on and go, okay, <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> on, on a, hey, me too. On a podcast, on a podcast before, we talked about Tom Hanks, and he's he's sitting around a table. I don't know if you've seen this video. He's sitting around a table with other actors, I think Robert De Niro, and some really big name actors, and Tom Hanks just said, you know, when you're on top of the world and everything's going awesome, this too no, shall. You're supposed to Am I saying it the yeah. other? Oh, I so messed it up. Okay, okay, okay. You were doing great. I did. Okay, cut. pretend. Yeah, we're going to cut. cut. <laughs> if we next, knew next how to edit, we so would actually edit that out. Let's start it off no, all Tom over Hanks, again. Yeah. Tom Hanks goes, I, if you are in, in the worst spot of your life, just give it time. It will. This too this shall pass. This too shall pass. Then he goes. Then he goes. If you're having a great time yeah. and everyone loves you and everything's going well, this too yeah, shall pass. Yeah, don't worry. This too shall yeah, pass. Yeah, and that's the magic. And that's the important part. And just learning to love life's up and downs or... Should you love the really tough times? No, I mean, no one ever loves tough Maybe times. not in the moment. You know, but there's, a lo- there's always a lesson there. Yeah. And, but, but with the mindset of this too will pass, um, it's not permanent. And, you know, there's, there's a brighter side on the other side of this. Yeah. Um, but the question that I ask myself, is it real? Is it useful? Is it, really is it working? Is, you know, do, do I need to change it? And if so, how? <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of humbling, you know, and then, then you know, I, I, I love the word humility and I, I strive for humility, um, you know, and on the other side, humility and humiliation have the same word roots, but a very different meaning, oh, you know, yeah. and, you know, humility is, you know, a, a full understanding and comprehension of where I'm at and a willingness to do whatever I need to do to be the best I can be. That's humility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Humiliation is full of shame and anger and fear and yeah. you know and and but it's the same word root yeah. and how do we shift from that humiliation mm. to humility is is i think what our what we're all looking for in life do you, do you think uh there are emotions that are unreal i think every emotion it it it's real in our brain but it may not be truthful Okay. Okay. Because mm. our brains can skew things into a and magnify it in ways that that you know, like if I'm fearful about a difficult conversation I have to have, mm. I'll go through my head about it. And it'll spin, spin, it spin. Okay. You know, and and you know, it'll keep me up at night. You know, and then you know, when I actually have it, it was like five minutes, and it was nothing like I imagined. <laughs> yeah, it you're looking like oh, you know, dang so it. <laughs> so so the emotions can lead to thought processes that may not be completely accurate or truthful. So when you're and when you're talking through, so you have an emotion and you ask yourself, is it real and is it useful? Mm-hmm. That helps probably tailor what you entertain. Yeah. Yeah. And and That's you know, good. so like, you know, when I won uh, as uh, my election as president elect last week, you know, I, it was an extreme high. Yeah. You know, it yeah, was so surreal for me. Um, and and is it real? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. it's real. Keep is it pitching useful? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it's useful. You'll wake up tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but my next thought was, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's the fear immediately came in 
that you know I, I spent all this effort to get to this you know this through this election then oh my god I got to do work and you know but then I, f I have tools so I started writing my goals and, yeah. and you know and, and you know and started sharing them with the with the rest of the leadership so we can get aligned and do the work that I, I set out to do because it wasn't just about getting through the election it was about really making a difference yeah. and so but the emotions will skew it you know I mean I could be like oh my god I'm the president-elect yeah. you know that that doesn't serve anybody you know, this is not an ego thing for me. I've got yeah. a job. I don't need, uh, you know, this to, to boost my, my, my resume, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking for another job. You know, it's also so appropriate <laughs> to feel, I think there's a Tim McGraw song out there, it's okay to feel the pride. Sing Absolutely. it. Yeah. Sing a couple. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Well, no, no. You're yeah. so yeah. he yeah. is our yeah. agent. Oh. Sing it, we don't dance, we, okay? we, Yeah, we're not. <laughs> That's either the worst agent <laughs> ever. The backstory is we did a little touch of singing on some videos, and BK was going to be, did we force him to be our agent, or he offered to be our agent? I think, um, I want to say he offered. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, never do better, that better ever again. Better on the again. negotiation team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, your commission on you know, zero dollars is still zero, so, you know. So the, the lyrics from it, I'm, I was trying to think of it as you said it, but it's, let yourself feel the pride, but always stay humble and kind. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what got me here was so far beyond my own mental capacity. You know, yeah, I put the work in, but you know, like I said, 25 years ago today, I was contemplating whether I should be alive or not. And you know, the powers of the universe are at play. And you know, and I'm I'm so grateful for every day that I have. It's like bonus time for me. Yeah. You know, and so I, I just you it's know I recognized it. I felt it. I cried tears of gratitude. I got to hug my family. I got to hug everyone who helped me. Um, I had a great team uh, around me. Uh, you know, it just, it's very, uh, it's very humbling. As people talk about their stories, it's, you know, especially yours as well, you know, you're, you're celebrating this 25th. And it, would you say celebrate, is that yeah, a proper term? absolutely, it's a milestone. It's, it's a hero's <laughs> journey. If mm -hmm. you look at even like, um, like Shakespeare or kind of, you know, large literary works, the hero's journey, you have to leave your family, you have to go down to, you know, the depths of something and you return and on your return journey to your family, to your loved ones, that's where you get all of these tools and these powers. Right. And, and it, you know, the universe provides these guides. Yeah, they provide, yeah, you know, they have, as a you guide. go along, right? Yes, they, they, I call yes. them the angels appear, you know, yes, with a message. Yes, I know, the angels, And, and yes. so it, you know, and, and, and you come back full circle home on this hero's and journey here. and you're like, you're changed. Yeah. And and but but you're back doing the work. And I was saying, and know? then different but very important work begins. Right. That's when you're ready to go. Right. Yeah. And it's helped create the person who you are today. One hundred percent. It it is the reason I am who I am. It's the reason you are who you are, and it's giving you the ability to do, I think, the important things that you want to do for this organization and our and profession the and the world. Let, yeah, let's <laughs> the world. We want to change the world, don't we? Yeah, we do. And we're doing it today through this right now. That's One right. One person at a time. One yes. person at a time. You can't help everybody, but you can help the person in front of you, yeah. for sure. There are security breaking in right now, so <laughs> we're going to have to get off this <laughs> exactly. real quick. We're going to exactly. lean on him. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Got us in here. <laughs> yeah. I've got a key, really. Yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah, I've got a key. <laughs> well, listen, we, we are so grateful. Very much so. We didn't know that this was 25 years today and for you to spend time with a couple characters and drenched in satin <laughs> means the world to us. That you, word. You've been moving, you've moved us on our journey 
and we appreciate that. I'm getting over the satin, sorry. Yeah, it is, it is hard it's to, a, it's an odd it's material. hard to talk seriously. I mean, you can't talk in, seriously uh, when you hear the word satin. satin. But, <laughs> but at the same time, when people see these jackets, they have so see, much the joy. the question is, did, did, did BK think he'd be drenched in satin <laughs> on his 25th? Anniversary no, there. my life is so beyond what yeah. I mean. It's so In the ADA boardroom. Well, and, and it goes to show you, never say never. That's right. Anything Except is possible. Anything <laughs> is possible. And if you refuse to say never say never and you're open to opportunities, oh my gosh. This world, like, you know, what more can we say about that? Nothing. Speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just have to say All right, guys. I'm so glad to be between two teeth. Oh, you guys man. are amazing. You really are. I love our relationships and love what you're doing for the world. I'm glad I can help and contribute. In Thank anyway. you. Thank, Thank you, you, my DJ. friend. We appreciate you. We do. Thanks for joining us. If you love what we're talking about, hit subscribe.